there! Welcome to Let's Walk About podcast. I'm Sweet. And I'm Lisa. We moved to Portugal one and a half years ago. We love finding cool spots, planning awesome trips, and just traveling around. Our mission is to connect with experts in Portugal, uncovering their stories, and helping travelers and newcomers discover the magic of this country. And what is a better way to do it than a podcast? Absolutely! In today's episode, we've got Elise on board, an expert in designing private road trips across the stunning landscapes of the Algarve. Three years ago, she moved from Sweden to Portugal and set up her own business. Since then, she has been creating unforgettable travel experiences for people who want to explore the hidden treasures of this country. Let's talk about Portugal with Elise. My name is Elise and I moved here from Sweden 2020. Uh, I had been in the Algarve a little bit even before I moved here, so I already knew I loved it. I worked together a little bit on distance with the Swedish woman, so I had tasted it a little bit and realized that this is a much better country in so many ways uh, than Sweden. and. I changed my life in, in different ways in Sweden, so it made the decision easier. I could just sell everything I owned, pack the car and drove down. And many people are complaining about that it's so difficult to move to a new country and, and Portugal it's so much bureaucracy and it everything is slow and it's paperwork and stuff. Yes, it can be extremely extremely difficult to move here if you choose to do everything yourself in a country that, where you don't know the laws and you can't speak the language. It's quite difficult to move to any country during that circumstances. What I did, I went down here two weeks, a month before I moved. I had looked into places where I could rent, so I drive uh, around and looked at that. I had appointment with a lawyer, with an accountant. So I set up everything in two weeks. I set up my company, I set up my personal NIF number and everything. Uh, it's not that hard if you just choose to take the, the help that you actually need. And I think this is my absolute most important advice to people who wants to move to any country, but especially in Portugal, Don't try to do it yourself, because it will take so much time and you will get very angry for no reason. For me, living in Portugal, uh, it's a lot of free luxury. I moved here two weeks before lockdown 2020, and I had another company back then. I were a professional speaker and educator in motivational leadership and organization development. And I had a good plan and uh, I'm Swedish very well organized. So I thought I had, you know, make sure I had some money extra with me and stuff like that. I didn't plan for COVID though. I think we were many people who didn't plan for COVID. I lost everything I owned in six months. You know, I worked with cleaning and pet sitting and whatever I could do to survive. And uh, when COVID came, most of the professional speakers tried to do it online instead. But the market went crazy and every company just stopped all development. They said, we're not going to do anything until COVID is over. 
So there were almost no jobs to find and it, it just didn't work out. And I had the advantage of living rural during COVID. So I could still, you know, walk, walk in, the, in, uh, in the nature and I could take the car and, you know, it, it was more freedom than if you were locked in in a, an apartment in Lisbon. And I realized how much of the Algarve that people don't know about. Uh, people go here and they move to fashionable Quinta do Lago or Villamora, or they go to the, the beaches and the famous places. And it's, it's wonderful places, but a lot of them is nothing about the, the authentic Algarve. And I felt that this it's so strange that people come here and they don't know about anything less than the last two kilometers of coastline. <laughs> I lived a little bit further up in the Algarve. So, and, and I love to, to work social. I love to inspire people. So I said to myself, maybe I should do this passion of taking small roads and uh, see new places uh, and find places that people don't know about uh, and made it my passion into a business. So that is more or less what I did. And still, even if I struggled as most of us did during COVID to get food on a table, uh, you have so much luxury for free. You have the climate, you have the nature, you have so much you can actually go out and pick yourself if you just know how to do it respectfully. Uh, oranges, lemons, pomegranate, uh, almonds, everything is for free if you know where to look. So I think if I had lived through COVID in Sweden, I think it would have ended in a disaster. Here I could keep motivate myself to continue to try to build up my life again because almost every time you wake up, the sun is shining. And even if it's raining, you are happy because we need some rain here sometimes, especially in the Algarve. And that is the difference. Uh, not even the rain can make you depressed. You know, for 45 years in Sweden, I was depressed every day it was raining because it never stopped. Here, you know, okay, it's raining today, but tomorrow the sun is up again. And this is what I mean, that you can have a high quality life here with or without money. It's all about what you prioritize and what your basic values in life is. Too many people are moving here for economical reasons. Uh, it's good taxes or whatever. And they live in their little bubble. Uh, in their condominium with other experts and they don't really know what Portugal culture are or, or they don't understand what Portuguese people are coming from. So even if I don't market it like this, I want to help out to close the gap a little bit. So when I do my road trips, I tell people about the history and how it works here and why it works here. Because even if you don't like something in your new culture, if you understand why it is in a certain way, it's easier to adapt and accept it. So that is a little bit of my personal mission that my clients don't even know about. When they are in my car, they need to listen. <laughs>
So <laughs> uh, I give them a little bit of, of extra insights and uh, uh, many clients are talking about it afterwards that they are, they are so happy they get to, get to know more. But when I started my company, I thought that my main target group should be expats who were quite new here or lived in, you know, Kintatulag or these more expat facilities because I thought they wanted to see a little bit more. They don't. They don't care at all, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so I have had very, very few clients that actually lives here. And uh, most of my clients are luxury travelers or people who wants to move here. That is fine. I, I, I don't want to force people to do things they are not interested in. I believe and what I hear is that people think that, yeah, well, I have my own car. I can drive around, blah, blah. But it's not the same as having a guide because they will only see the official places and go to what you find when you Google. It, it's still a bit limited and you know how it is. You can, you can have a plan and say, oh, we should go see this and we should go see this, but you never do. <laughs> uh, because very quickly when you move somewhere, you get a little bit, you know, lazy. And it's easy to just be home and around or the golf course or drinking a little bit of wine. So I believe there should be a, a big value for more people who actually lives here already to, to use a guide. doesn't have to be me, but the guide who knows things a little bit more behind and beyond the touristic spots. I have given up that. I still want them, but I don't chase them. So uh, <laughs> the only the only clients I'm actually targeting is the Americans and the Canadians uh, because they are moving here in large numbers now and they are the complete opposite to Swedes or Brits who wants to do everything themselves and then complain on Facebook that nothing works. Uh, they want service, they want to know how it works and, and they love to be shown different places. So uh, I love to work with people who are as passionate about their move as I am. Portugal is wonderful. It, it has so much. The problem is that if you go here high season, I always tell people, look for the top 10 lists and go somewhere else. Because every everything that is on the top 10 list is going to be crowded and horrible. Yes, Praia de Marinha is a beautiful beach. Not so beautiful when it's 500 people on it. it just, just don't. Because that is the most fantastic thing with Portugal, that there is so much to see. I can show them easily 20 other beaches that is as beautiful as Praia de Marinha with almost no people. Uh, and just rule out all these famous places. It's, it's the best advice. Low season, yes, then you can go to the more famous places because it's, it's not that many people there. Uh, when we talk about historical places, everyone is talking about Evora, for example. Evora, yes, it, it's a beautiful town and it has a lot of history, but there are plenty of towns like this. You have, for example, Tomar, you have Mertola, you have um, a lot of villages that is also even more beautiful and with a, with a wonderful history. So if you're interested of history, Look for other places than just the one that you get in the top priority when you uh, 
when you Google because it, it's endless. Same with the nature. Only the Algarve have around 150 beaches. Why does everyone go to 10 of them? It's crazy. <laughs> I only know the Algarve more or less. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity yet to explore the rest of the country. So I have a lot of exploring to do. And uh, I hope to uh, be in a situation soon when I have money to, to have my own guides <laughs> everywhere else and uh, learn more about this wonderful country. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram for updates and behind-the-scenes content. And if you want to know how Portugal differs from Sweden, how Liz discovers new places for her road trips, and what are her secret spots in the Algarve, move on to our second episode. Ciao!